all true mystics know that mysticism being the bridge between the subconscious and the conscious mind enables our conscious mind, our rational mind, to get some kind of handle on the mystery which is bubbling up out of our subconscious. All true mystics know that the role of the conscious mind is to feel within, is to feel what feels right. How am I going to navigate my way? Am I going to go the way of contraction and of fear? Or am I going to go the way of creativity and openness and expansion? So all of the great myths, all of the great art, all great creativity bubbles up from within the subconscious of the of the originator of the uh, the originators of these uh, these forms of expression and the tarot cards are no different now the tarot cards are split into the major arcana and the minor arcana today we're going to be looking at the major arcana which consists of 22 cards 22 archetypal cards and i have discovered that they mark a journey from Jesus, from Christ, which we could say happened in our present calendar, in the Western calendar, in zero. And so the Fool is the zero card in, uh, in the tarot. All the way through until the 21 card, uh, which is the world, and the 21 card being the 2100s or the 22nd century. So I very strongly feel that each of the 22 cards of the major arcana represent a century and that somehow the originator of the tarot whether they were whether they knew this or not it's, it's likely that they did know this but whether they uh, consciously understood this or not or whether it was just something that they had to um, they had to create it was just something that the that their subconscious even without necessarily their conscious mind knowing that you know the real gist of it had to bring out of them and so the um, the fool so the fool in the tarot cards it it represents several things I mean it can represent complete innocence something the 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 innocence of a child that doesn't really know anything yet so that's the positive side but we could say the negative side is that in that innocence we might be gullible you know, and we can actually become a fool. And in pre-Christian times, in the in the uh, the, the pagan uh, cultures, they had a tra tradition of making somebody king for a day, and this would be the the old fool. That that person would maybe even think that they were the king or somebody who was highly exalted, and they would be treated with great reverence for a day or for a time, and then sacrificed. Um, and you know, according to the the understanding of the ancients uh, of those people that engaged in those practices this was somehow a sacrifice to nature which would bring about um, you know more prosperity and so Jesus um, the way that I feel uh, he, I, I feel his role was is that he was bringing through an, a whole new epoch um, for humanity he, he began the age of Pisces now the age of Pisces or Pisces in general is what we could call the most spiritual sign it's the final sign the 12th sign ruled by Neptune or in the old style by Jupiter and Pisces um, and I'm, <laughs> I'm very Pisces five planets in Pisces including Sun and Moon 
So I understand this from, from my own experience, that Pisces can be very spiritual, very mystical, but it can also be uh, very delusional and getting uh, lost in all kinds of, um, uh, you know, um, uh, beliefs and, and, and these kinds of things. So, you know, we have to understand that Jesus, the man, he was born at the beginning of the Piscean age, and so he, um, you know, because he became such a, an important figure uh, during this age, he was sort of representing the qualities that this age had to offer, the, the, the spirituality of it, but also, you know, the potential, the gullibility, the believing in, 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 in anything without really too much critical understanding. And I'm not blaming Jesus of this, but what I am saying is that um, despite him being such a, an, an obviously very, very spiritual man, a great man, um, in his understanding, within his own experience, he said, I am the Son of God. And he, uh, you know, according to the history, um, went out and, 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 and preached this, preached this gospel. And many of us have understood that the I within us uh, not the personal I, but the you know the impersonal, the Atman, the Adam, within us is like the light of what we could call God. Um, but you know many of us have also understood that if we've tried to put that into words and explain it to other people, then you know uh, some people like it who kind of understand what we're saying. Other people can be really freaked out by it. Uh, they can be angry. They can be they can be afraid. They can think we're nuts. Okay, so. What I'm trying to convey here is that um, even though Jesus was a great man and Jesus lives in, in the hearts of many of us, um, but still we could, we could say, okay, because nobody is, is, is infallible, so we could say that, well, maybe it was a little foolish, maybe it was a little naive to kind of go out and to say, I am the Son of God, even though he wasn't meaning that in the personal sense, um, it certainly... Um, many people would have taken it that way. And so, you know, he was lauded as the Son of God by many, uh, but eventually, you know, he was seen as a threat, and as we know, he was, he was killed, he was crucified. So, again, my feeling on the, um, uh, the, the Fool card of the Tarot, uh, the first of 22 cards, it starts the age of Pisces, and, and the, the, the gift of the age of Pisces, the true gift, is awakening to our true spirituality, to our true essence, um, as we could call it, as, as the Christ, as the, the, the awakened animal, the spiritual animal. This is the Christ awakening in the heart. So, of course, we know in the, the Jesus story that he was, uh, he was resurrected. Now, I know that it was said that he was resurrected at the age of uh, 33. Uh, he died and, and then was reborn at this time, according to the stories. Um, but Christianity itself um, really started to become a thing in the, um, the, the what we could call the um, you know from from 100 to 199. It sort of it started to take on more of a momentum. So and this was in the tarot cards. This is the magician. It's like something new. Something is seeded. The fool. Something is. This is like the black hole consciousness coming out of absolutely nowhere not really known to anybody, completely mysterious. And then all of a sudden with the magician, it's like, ah, right, something is kind of, something is seeded now, something is created. 
and Christianity starts to become a thing at this time between 100 and 199. And then we have between uh, 200 and uh, two, uh, uh, 299, um, we have the, um, the high priestess being the, the number two card, and all the way through uh, each of the centuries. Now, I'm not an historian, and I must say that I'm not going to be going through the early cards and, and, and trying to, you know, kind of give you some history which, fix, which, which uh, uh, fits in with those cards. Um, for me, the, um, the awakening that I had about these cards um, fitting in with, you know, Jesus all, all the way through to the present day was just meditating on the death card. And I remember that the Black Death and also the Hundred Years' War, um, you know, between England and France, um, this was very much going on in the 1300s. Um, but, you know, particularly the Black Death, which was in the middle of that century, which has, you know, killed more people than any other plague. And so I thought, oh, well, that's interesting. You know, it happened in the 1300s, and the Death is the 13 card. And having looked at this, I thought, well, that's interesting. Let's look at, um, uh, you know, on, onwards from there. So we look at temperance. Now, I, I'm a numerologist. I, I'm, I'm really into numerology, which is the symbolic or the, the feminine, the mystical uh, understanding of numbers. So the, the temperance is the 14 card. Now, 14, 1 and 4 is 5, and 5 is expansion. It's freedom. It's travel. It's also communication. And this was really the age of, uh, of exploration, of course. You know, America, uh, apparently, you know, in, in, in the current um, paradigm, uh, historical paradigm, was discovered in the, was it 1492? And I, I believe it would have been discovered by many cultures before then. You know, the Vikings, maybe the Chinese, maybe the Welsh, um, and going back to antiquity. Um, but anyway, uh, for the purpose of um, of this talk, because the in again in my understanding the the the, uh, the major arcana it's it's kind of it's giving us uh, um, a map you know it's it's helping us to understand something where we've come from and where we're moving towards. So we could at least say that the the, the modern kind of Western Christian culture um, went out on that age of discovery in the 1400s. Temperance is not too much of one thing, not too much of another. Kind of getting, you know, getting the balance right. You can have a drink, but not too much. Okay? So, but it's also, again, that it's the 14, 1 and 4 is 5. It's about expansion. It's about freedom. It's about travel. Now, when we start to really understand the major arcana, we understand that the each successive card is a sort it, it's kind of like a it's obviously an evolution on the last one but it's also a kind of the the answer or the prescription for the imbalance of the last one so again if we if we're looking at death being you know just death and and, and hardship and suffering and disease it's kind of like the temperance comes along and says look well maybe we were living in squalor you know maybe uh, too much squalor is not a good thing and we have to bring in some cleanliness, you know. But again, it's also about expansion and it's about travel. And so um, the, um, this leads us on to the 15 card, which is the devil. Okay, and so with um, this temperance, if, if we haven't learned the lesson of temperance, then we're going to go to the devil because the devil represents in the tarot 
uh, overindulgence, too much sex, too much food, too much alcohol, um, maybe staying in a job that we don't like, staying in a bad relationship. It's basically attachment and ens enslavement to materialism. Okay, that's that's what the what the devil tells us, and you know very much about materi materialism, the materialistic world, and very interesting to 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 observe that in the 1500s this was the rise of Western Empire, not just the in in Western Europe, but also of the the Mughal Empire, uh, the uh, the Ottoman Empire uh, started to rise at this time. So this kind of these empires. Is, you know, very much based upon exploitation of other people, very materialistic kind of thing, uh, started in the uh, in the 1500s. In the 1600s, um, this was the, the 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 time of the Enlightenment. Now, the 16 is the tower in the tarot, and the purpose of the tower, it's kind of like a, it's a bit like a sort of a bitch slap by life that is necessary if we've gone too much to the devil archetype and we're in a you know a job that we don't like or we, we're in a, a an addictive situation and sometimes we need a big shock a slap to get us out of that and that's what the tower does the picture of the tower in the in the in the Rider Waite tarot deck that's the one I know uh, depicts a tower like a castle being struck by lightning flames coming out and people jumping out so you know, it's a, it's an unexpected disaster, which sh completely shifts the situation, and you know, hopefully we can move on to a more empowered situation like that. Or maybe you know, many people they just go back, back to the devil, back to the to the known. But anyway, um, the the um, the the enlightenment was a great time because uh, possibly uh, through you know observing. The negative effects of what empire could could bring through, uh, the Enlightenment started to bring through, you know, the ideas of uh, well, you know, we don't want slavery anymore, and you know that actually, well, art and and you know and and uh, um, you know the great uh, music and art are, are important to the human soul. The pursuit the pursuit of happiness is very important. So it's sort of like, well, you know, we kind of got this uh, this this great awakening during the Enlightenment. It was this some uh, intelligent response inside of us to the, the the materialism that we'd we'd been going towards from you know from the 1500s. So, yep, this is the the Enlightenment is the is the tower. Now we move on to the 1700s, 17 being the star. So. You know, the star tells us, well, okay, if we learn our lessons from the tower, you know, if we've, we've been bitch slapped by the universe and we've learned that, you know, maybe that addiction wasn't so good, we can go into a new direction. And the star is just, you know, not just new beginnings, but feeling really truly empowered. And so it's very interesting. I, I, I kind of think that this was the time that the sort of, the, for the mass of humanity, that it appears that the rot really started to set in because the star that we moved towards, uh, at least in uh, Europe, was the Industrial Revolution. Okay, it was like, okay, well, you know, we've discovered that the Enlightenment has has released this this uh, the tower, this kind of bitch slap energy, has released this feeling of wow, we can, you know, we don't have to treat each other in in such a bad way, and we can create this beautiful art. 
and we can um, move towards uh, you know more happiness and more fulfillment um, but you know unfortunately it was it was kind of uh, it was monopolized uh, by few kind of very wealthy people um, in industrial methods were uh, discovered and you know before you knew it the, the in the 1700s uh, factories appeared and you know children were working in these factories so the star that we moved towards was you know it was not a particularly good star and as I say I feel that was really when you know um, you have to understand that we were like 17 centuries in 17 or 18 centuries in to the um, the the uh, the evolution of the of the uh, or the awakening of the Christ energy in all of us, and it was initiated by Jesus back in zero, and then he died, but that you know the the seeds of that that kind of Christ possibility um, was um, it, it was continuing to evolve very slowly, of course, um, in humanity um, through each of the centuries, uh, but with the industrial revolution. Um, yeah, I, I think that we, uh, in, in a way, we kind of showed that, you know, from uh, a human uh, evolutionary intelligence standpoint, um, that maybe, you know, we weren't really learning the lessons. Anyway, um, all is not lost, because we, we, we move on into the 1800s, the, the Victorian times in, well, in Britain and, and, and in Europe. Um, 18 in the uh, tarot cards is the moon and the moon of course represents the subconscious the unknown you know it represents the it, what what is beneath the surface the emotional kind of subconscious part of us and it's very interesting that um, in the uh, um, the 1800s the 19th century um, in the West we started to get interested in Eastern religions, in uh, particularly in Indian and uh, um, uh, Chinese religions, but also, of course, a great interest in the pyramids and, and Egyptology. So there was like a, a there was a kind of a renaissance in uh, wanting to understand spirituality and uh, you know the translation of many ancient works into European languages. Uh, but not just that, but again. Um, Going back to the Industrial Revolution, Industrial Revolution was when we first started to, um, you know, realise that we needed coal and and uh, and oil and natural gas in uh, you know in huge quantities to run the factories and run the you know the steam engines, the steamships. So we started to mine the uh, the earth at that time of the coal, and in my uh, understanding. Um, it's not that we were doing that as a for, again from our own conscious volition it's that the earth our mother herself it's like she wanted to, to kind of take a colonic it's like the old energy the old congealed hard old energy of that coal of the the, you know, the ancient trees which had been pushed down and the oil however oil is formed you know I know some people say that it's formed by um, ancient vegetation other people say the earth continues to uh, to create it but whatever it is it's trapped up energy it's kind of trapped up sunlight and sunlight is energy and so as we started to release that it's like the the earth herself she's waking up she wants to get that old crap you know out of her colon she wants to get it out and 
what we start to see when we do, um, uh, you know, if you've done a detox, when you, you fast or maybe you take some herbs and all that, you know, a lot of old crap and crud that's been sitting inside of you comes out, you start to re-experience old thoughts. Maybe you get old cravings that you haven't had for a long time as that old energy that had been trapped inside of you was released. And so the, in the 1800s, the, the moon time, it's like we started to develop an interest in psychology. We were also going into ourselves, just like as the earth was, um, was you know, through, through us, we were releasing the old trapped up, uh, blocked up energy inside the earth. Uh, this was the time that we were starting to, you know, want to get an idea about why do we suffer? How can we help ourselves to, to move beyond suffering? All really started in a, in a, in a you know, the, the, the main movement of it, the yogis from India being invited over to the West. It happened in the 1800s, the time of the moon. So very interesting time. Now, the, the 20th century, when many of us were listening to this, uh, this show were born, um, the 1900s, this is the sun. Now, the sun in uh, the... Uh, we could say in its best guise, really represents the I am. You know, it represents the, the S-U-N, the Son of God. Um, you know, again, like it's, well, the, the Christ is sort of coming through, is awakening in all of us. But it can also represent the sort of the, the um, how can I explain it, the, the Lucifer aspect of the Son. You know, that selfish kind of aspect, the, 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 the egotistical aspect the I that thinks that I'm better than other people and we really saw this in the 1900s in the 20th century I mean you know we were getting smarter by then you know um, we were on you know the the, the, the journey of the Christ uh, awakening consciousness from the full all the way through those uh, 20 centuries I mean we were we were a long way in, in into that Christ evolution um, but we can see from what happened in the 20th century that it didn't really account for much. You know, we had the two terrible world wars. Uh, we had the Vietnam War, the Korean War, um, all kinds of, you know, the, the um, um, uh, what was it, the Khmer Rouge, um, Mao in China. You know, it was the, the, you know, the time of dictators, the time of real craziness. Um, so... I feel that the the the, uh, the 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 sun, the 19 carb, which ruled the the 1900s, it was basically telling us that okay, right, you know, we've really gone away from what is possible here. You know, what ideally what's possible by this time is that a mass of humanity is really you know awakening to their own son of God within themselves, not having to go out and preach it all to everybody else, but feeling it within themselves. And we didn't have that, you know, there was a, a, a real interest in gurus and, you know, Westerners were taking on, um, you know, sort of phony gurus like um, Osho, uh, you know, these, these kinds of people, these real ego kinds of gurus. Forgive me if you're a sannyasin, but uh, that's certainly my understanding. Um, and even the good gurus, you know, even the good guys um, who didn't want to be worshipped, you know, didn't really have much choice because people were just putting all of their hopes and fears onto, onto these people, people like Ramana Maharshi. So 
really the, the 20th century, the 1900s, the 19 card, was the time of Lucifer. It was that time of um, everybody starting to kind of have really have their own opinions. Um, and it was the, the, the beginning of transhumanism, of really not respecting the human body and thinking that we can improve it. I mean, of course, that, that started with, uh, you know, with, with, with sort of Newtonian ideas, the idea that, you know, we, we want to control nature. But it really seemed to fruit and flower in the 1900s. Okay, so brings us right up to the present day in the 21st century, in the 20, which is judgment. So, you know, it's all very well realizing, uh, you know, like in the, the with the 19 card in the 1900s, we start to realize our power, even if we haven't realized the true SUN, the true light of God, of awareness within ourselves. Many people starting to um, come more into themselves, have more opinions, you know, want other people to worship them. They want to control other people or they want to worship other people. We saw that in this Lucifer time. So the, 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 the creator of the tarot cards recognized that it's all very well, you know, realizing that we think we're something special, but we got to go through a time that we're going to be tested. We got to go through judgment. And that's where, where, when, where we are right now. And judgment is not about judgment by God on us because we are God, you know. God is our deepest innermost core. Judgment means that we have to make the right um, judgments and, and uh, decisions for ourselves at this time. Every single one of us right now, it is imperative that we learn to divine our own way, that we learn to uh, feel within us and to let go of the contractions and to allow ourselves to, you know, to divine our own authentic uh, creative destiny. Okay, so this is where we're at right now. And it's very, very interesting that uh, COVID happened um, in 2020 in Judgment Judgment. And so, you know, I mean, that there, you can do your own research if you haven't already done so that uh, no virus has ever been isolated. The way that viruses are isolated is just kind of, it's silly, you know, it's uh, nothing else is, is isolated like a virus. Um, it, it's done in a, in, a, in a very strange way. And what they call a virus at the end, it could be anything, it could be one thing or another. So no virus has ever been isolated. Of course, people get sick. Um, you know, there is, a, there seems to be a mode of of transmission, uh, but it doesn't seem to be viruses. So, but anyway, that, that this is the the main um, uh, um, acceptance right now on, in in the mainstream that this is so. And so we have to be very careful in these times because judgment, judgment, 2020, whether it was an orchestrated phenomenon, whether people behind the scenes uh, understood what I'm talking about here. They understood that we are on a timeline. We are definitely on a timeline towards a world in the 21s that, you know, you know, that we are creating for ourselves, each one of us. It's not a shared world, you know, it doesn't, it, it, it starts with what you are creating for yourself. So I'm sure some, you know, there, there are some people who are aware of this. Um, and even if they didn't, um, cause it to happen in 2020. The fact that it did happen at that time 
was our subconscious basically telling us, you know, just, just shouting out to us that this is the time of judgment, judgment, that we really have to be very, very discerning about what we believe, you know, about where we put our awareness, because we're moving towards the world in the 21s. And, um, you know, who knows, you know, anything's possible. Maybe we'll see it, maybe we won't. But whether we see it or not is, um, you know, is, is beside the point. Because basically we, every one of us right now, according to the way we are living right now, we are basically writing the script for the world that we are moving into next. Whether it's reincarnation, coming back into another human body, whether it's living a really long time, whether it's not having to reincarnate anymore and the body drops and the awareness that we are chooses to, you know, uh, wow, cool, you know, I, I, I know what's possible. Um, I know that I'm not tied by my body, by the past, and I choose to move into, you know, a, a, a kind of a truly amazing world populated by truly amazing unconscious people. So, yeah, that's it. I just want you to ponder on this. If you're interested in tarot, just have another look at it. Leave some comments below if you're, um, if if any of you are history buffs, you know you might have more, um, you know more news um, about relating the centuries before uh, the 13s uh, to, um, uh, to to the major arcana cards. So, yeah, before we. Uh, you know, before we sign off, as always, just want to bring you back to this present formless experience. Because it is a formless experience. This experience that we are having right now is like the ocean. And actually, when I look, I, I, I'm living all the way over the spring, summer and autumn. Um, I'm living in a big tent, in a big, uh, um, like, four and a half metre bell tent. And actually looking out of my tent, I'm looking out over the Mediterranean Ocean right now. So a very beautiful place. And when we look at the ocean, with our minds, we're able to say, right, okay, well, I can see this. there's a wave and there's a choppy bit and there's a bit of foam. And I can hear the sloshing of it, you know, and I can smell it too, right? And if I taste it, it tastes salty. But we all agree that it's the same ocean. And this is the same with our lives right now that whatever we see whatever we hear whatever we taste smell touch the whole lot is like one formless um uh limitless experience it's like a sense of sense what i call inner sense all of our senses are kind of different facets of the same one kind of holographic experience that we're having right now as absolutely formless awareness okay so just have a sense of like without thinking about the body at all because the body really is just a thought when we let go of the body thought you know you don't even know you have a head or a back or you know you have to look at kind of remember that you have a body until then it's what we call the body's just a feeling and it's really it's it's one in the space right now with everything else so body feeling from head to feet front to back side to side formless tingly warm sensation one with open to the colors the shapes sounds sensations this is how we're born to live this is how we 
realize the Christ energy within us, the Christ energy that Jesus uh, realized within himself. We realize that each and every one of us, just a very normal thing. It's a very, it's just as it is. We are sons, each, each I, each Atman, each Adam, uh, within the Eve of each body is a light of the God of the, uh, the originating uh, uh, creativity that we are. And I look forward to connecting with you in future shows, uh, talking more about uh, myths, Lord of the Rings, The Truman Show, The Matrix, many, many amazing uh, um, forms of, uh, of, of communication which have bubbled up out of people's subconscious to give us light on our way.